0: Let's mix it up, change it up, and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder,
1: Rob Moore. Hey, everyone! So today, I got a very funny character and a very good cl- close friend of mine, Rob Moore, who's a very successful businessman, entrepreneur, property investment. What he doesn't know isn't worth knowing. I mean, he's the guy who can take you from zero to super success and he's got the track record for that he's got the social proof for that i don't associate myself with people unless they've been there and done that and got their history and con- and they actually walk the talk and this guy does so rob moore welcome to our social media platforms it's great to have you here and um, what we're gonna try and get out rob today is that rob's brought out a book called opportunity and the lockdown has been very tough on people. Um, people have lost businesses, or may go into lose business. People are going to lose jobs as well. But there's also out of every recession, and I'll, I think we can call this a depression. The whole world has been shut down basically for twelve months. There's opportunities that can come from that, as long as you've got the right mindset. And you've got the right growth mindset and you look around for what's what's available. Now, I know Rob's been working on this book for some time now. And it's got nothing to do with the fact that it's the anniversary that this book's been released. His publishers put pressure on him. And I thought what a great opportunity to have him on talking to you guys about what can people do, what can they look to do? Um, from my knowledge, as a franchise, expert, business expert, health and fitness expert, and so on, but also tap into Rob's brain about what can what can people do. And what opportunities are there coming out of lockdown depression um recession whatever you want to call it my biggest growth in my organization was, was from the last recession i think rob's got a similar story to that as well and i think in human history out of every depression uh, so even our world war ii businesses boomed back again you can't shut something down and then not expect anything to come back i don't know what the figure is but i think there's there's billions of unspent cash in people's bank accounts maybe not every bank account because people haven't been able to go on holiday, not been able to spend money, everything's been shut down. So first of all, Rob, let's hit the nail on the head. So for, before we get into the entrepreneurial business stuff is at the end of this year, furlough is gonna end. So a lot, the, the economy at the moment is, we could say is falsely propped up with no stamp, stamp duty to a certain level for most people. Um, we've got a furlough, the government are paying for people's salaries until round about October, I believe. There's lots of grants and loans available. So when that comes to the end, for the average person who may lose their job, what advice would you give to them to to try, because there's not really a lot of jobs available, say, okay? Not everyone thinks like we do, where we don't panic in any situation, we have a good strategy with very creative people. So what would you advise them to do if they lose lose their job or they think they're going to lose their job now?
0: Um, I think you've got to seize the opportunity and turn the problem or the challenge into something that drives you to be decisive. So there's probably a lot of people for 10 years plus have not really been that happy in their career or their job. And maybe the lockdown gives you a chance to soul search and the post-lockdown gives you a chance to make a decision to start your business, to be an entrepreneur, to scale your business, to change your business model. That'd be the first thing. The next thing is you've got to be online. You've got to be So whether that's having a a product or products on e-commerce sites like Amazon, Etsy and Shopify, or you have your own e-commerce engine. I know a lot of people have their own e-commerce sites now. I think it's absolutely vital that all your products and services are online. Coaches, consultants, trainers, educators, you know, dance schools, martial artists, they all need to have online elements. Now, you could move into the hybrid model post-lockdown map which is where you do some live events and some live stream events. And that's probably a good option because if you're based in the UK, you can do live events in the UK, but you can live stream it globally. If you're in America, you could live stream it to the UK. So you can all of a sudden reach a wider market. But post lockdown, people are going to want to connect. They're going to want to interact. So we could see a mini boom in you know live events of any kind, definitely social events and things like that. I think there's a great opportunity to um, set up online courses and online education and information. So, like, the next level of e-commerce is selling information. You don't need stockholding. You don't have a product. You don't need warehousing. You're not beholden to, you know, a big beast like Amazon that might have some controls in place. Uh, There's no delivery times, so you can't sell out and have people worry about delivery and issues with delivery. So a, a digital course, an online course, some information around what you know, a mastermind, mentoring, etc. These are all um, great opportunities. There are three or four things there that virtually anybody could do with any experience. But now's the time. Like you said, more millionaires are made in recessions than any other time. Corrections, adjustments, depressions. I think that prices of property are going to come down. But I have been saying that for a while, Matt, so I will admit to being surprised at how long it's taken. But there's been artificial things that have propped up the market like furloughing and like, um, you know, giving us relaxations and payment holidays and, you know, allowing um, taxes and VAT to be delayed or monthly paid. But all of that's going to come to an end. And on the one hand, you were right, Matt. There is all this latent money built up in bank accounts for people who haven't travelled and haven't spent it. But then there's all these fricking bills and VAT and tax and everything all going back the other way. So we're going to see successful entrepreneurs thrive. We're going to see people who are disrupted and who are scared and who who are rabbit in the headlights. They're going to get hurt. And entrepreneurs are going to buy those businesses up. There's going to be lots of businesses for sale. Hairdressers, you know, nurseries—all these sort of brick-and-mortar small businesses—they're going to go for pennies in the pound. And of course, that's not nice. I don't want that to happen to any business owner. But if it does happen, an entrepreneur or a business owner might as well be the person to rescue it. So, lots of opportunity, Matt.
1: Okay. I want to quiz you about your book on opportunity in a second. So, I want to chuck you right in a deep end, Rob. Okay. So let's let's take away the multi-millionaire. Mega rich Rob Moore, and we took you all your money away. You're just an employee, and you have just lost your job. You personally, okay? You lost your job in October when furlough ends. Out of that, you didn't know. You thought you were going to have a job. You thought you were going to be brought back. You got no money. You're Rob Moore. What are you going to do? You're working in a nightclub. I'm working in a. How's that? What's that got to do with it? I don't drink. <laughs> well, good because I think it's one of the hardest industries has been the hit, and they will be. How they're going to figure that out, I don't know. So you're, you're working behind a bar in a nightclub. You've lost your job. I know this is a tough right. one, but what would you do? You've got no money in the bank. What would you do? Okay. Am
0: I DJing in the nightclub or am I behind the bar? Uh, I'll
1: let you be a DJ. Because
0: if I'm DJing behind the nightclub and I'm a half-decent DJ, I'm getting my music online and I'm doing sets online. Paris Hilton killing it on that. A lot of the big DJs, they made that pivot. So I'm definitely setting up an online business, Matt. Whether I'm a DJ or just pulling pints, I'm setting up an online business because I can do it in my bedroom. I can do it if I haven't got much money. If I don't have much money at all, I might not even create have a product on, on Amazon or Shopify. I might just sell information. What do I know that others don't? What have I got experience in that others haven't? Your, your martial arts, for example, Matt. So I'd figure what that is. Now, obviously, me now it's business, property and personal development. Back then, I don't know, maybe I am a good martial artist or um, maybe I can play the piano really well or something. And I'm going to run online courses, masterminds, mentoring, uh, and I'm going to set up a digital um f- Globally, immediately globally scalable business. I'm gonna set up on all the social media platforms. I'm gonna do regular daily content sharing what I do, documenting my journey, generating leads through DMs and on comments on social media. I'm gonna repurpose my content across it all. Matt, we're going live on one, two, three, four, five, six. We're going on eight live on eight platforms. We've never done that before. But this is one interview that's gonna go live on eight platforms. So when I do my DJing or when I do my, you know, how to get to Black Belt black belt in one year or two years with, you know, training at home, I'm going to be repurposing that content across as many social media platforms as possible. I'm going to do sexy kicks on TikTok. I'm going to do flashy Instagram reels. I'm going to do lives like this and just reach as many people as quickly as possible. And then, of course, I'm going to drive them to buy my... Um, you know, my online training. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm also going to get out and view properties, Matt. And even if I find properties and the properties prices start to drop and I can't afford them myself, I'm going to sell them on to other investors for a three or a 5,000 pound fee. I'm going to tap people like you up, who's a busy guy with all of his franchisees around the world. And I'm going to say, Matt, you stay at home and chill with all your franchisees. Um, you stump up the money and I'll go running around Exeter and your local towns and cities. I'll source all the property. I'll manage the property. I'll do it all. You just finance it and we'll create a partnership. So they're the two things I'm doing. Awesome.
1: The top three tips are entrepreneurs who, unlike us, we've grown through the pandemic and maybe they they need to start with their mindset. What books should they read? What should they be doing to get back on track again? They haven't made it through. The pandemic's killed their business. What's the top three tips you have?
0: Um, I think The Gratitude Effect by John DeMartini is a great book because it teaches you to appreciate what you've got and see the upside in the perceived downside that you're seeing right now. So that will sort your head out. Then I think think and grow rich to get your mindset into the money flow. And then if you don't mind a cheeky one, Opportunity by Rob Moore. Um, which will help you discover, seize and leverage opportunities, implement opportunities, take the right ones, delegate the wrong ones, learn what to say no to and learn how to turn opportunity into income. There you go. There's the three.
1: Let's dive into the opportunity. So me and you talk most days and there's no financial thing. It's a, it's a relationship that we both keep each other accountable and network ideas and stuff like that. So let's talk about how did the book come about? Opportunity. and. How do you see it with, with opportunities around us before the lockdown? And I, I know you're doing this before the lockdown. So I want to get that in. And also after lockdown as well. So how do you see it? What's the book about? Dive into deep and when's it available and so forth. OK, so right now is the last
0: chance to get all the pre-order bonuses. So I'll put the link. Let me just put it up on the screen. I'll put the link Rob's book dot club because it launches literally tomorrow. There's 22 pre-launch bonuses. I went wild on the bonuses. There's thousands of pounds worth of courses, promotions, story shout outs, getting on my podcast, me interviewing you and live streaming in everywhere, you interviewing me and live streaming everywhere. You name it, it's all over the place. Um, I've never given so many bonuses away. I've got masterminds. I've got one-to-one course, consultations, you name it. Now, the reason I did that, because this book came about, Matt, because I wanted to write a book that wasn't an other mindset book. My publisher wanted me to write a mindset book, but there's so many mindset books out there. I didn't want to write an other one. I wanted to write one that had its own niche, its own space, was a bit more unique, was a bit more specific, but also general as well, that would sort of anyone could learn from it, but it was a specific uh, subject. And to my massive surprise, Matt, in all my research, there was only one other book on the planet uh, of the name Opportunity, about opportunity. Hundreds of thousands of business, personal development and mindset books, but only one on opportunity. So now this too. So I, I, I took the gentle pressure of my publisher wanting me to write a mindset book, did some research and turned it into an opportunity, writing a book on opportunity. So I wrote the book about opportunity because I think it's relevant to everyone on the planet. I mean, everyone wants either more opportunities or better opportunities or less of the wrong and more of the right opportunities in in every area of life. Whether you're a martial artist or you're an entrepreneur or you're an employee, you might want opportunities to grade quicker, opportunities to, you know, to fight for your country, opportunities to set up your own school, opportunities to grow your um, dojo, whatever it is. Um, opportunities to go abroad and fight abroad, opportunities to start a business, scale a business, opportunities to partner, collaborate. So that's why I wrote the book. And uh, my publisher emailed me a few weeks ago and said, Rob, you need to sell as many pre-order copies as possible. And I'm like, you normally give me three months to pre-launch a book, and now I've got three weeks. Yeah, sorry about that. So that's why I put 22 bonuses on the page you can see there, robsbook.club um and alan's just you can see there alan's just said i've ordered the book already so thank you alan you're a legend um we actually got to number one today um in the movers and shakers and in the books categories before launch i've never been number one before launch before i've been number one on launch and this is my 18th book um and yeah so basically just um the pressure from the publisher to sell books in a short amount of time, I've converted into opportunity for everyone on this um, live stream by getting a load of those bonuses, and um, I took the opportunity to have a book in a niche that no one else is really competing. Will the listeners and viewers take the opportunity and grab their copy or
1: copies? Rob's Book Club. I'm sure they will, and I think the opportunities are huge around this. I mean, as you know, Rob, I'm big in franchising. I can franchise anything from dog walking. To, to anything you know bird table I, I can find a way to franchise business I've done it with several niches and I teach people we've got the biggest martial arts franchise in the world and that's my thing and that's an opportunity yourself you know people can approach me with ideas like like you are you're getting it in fact one of the things I've done in lockdown is we're all ready to open up in Ireland Northern Ireland Southern Ireland and we're streaming on his page a guy called Lee Savage he was a client of mine wanted a JV and we're We're ready to go. Next month, all across island, we're going to open up. And we've not thought about the negatives in in lockdown. We thought about, let's focus on the future, and we're going to expand all across the island. Rob, for for those people who don't know who you are outside of the the, um, business world, you started off, I want to make sure we get clear, you didn't inherit money, you have not born into money. You started off with a bit of a wake-up call, much like me being bullied at school. You had your own situation at school, and you actually started off in debt and then went on. Can you just tell people your backstory? I know we all say our backstory. I have to talk about my backstory all the time when the interviews and gets a bit irritating sometimes, but we people would love to be inspired about your story because it's, it's unbelievable and it's a great opportunity too. Thank you, Matt.
0: Yeah, so uh, long story really short, two things that really um, hurt me growing up. One was I was the fattest kid in my school, in the year in my school, and so I was the butt of most of the jokes. Half the bullying was Uh, with language and emotional from my um, friends at school, but half of it was in my head and I beat myself up as much as any of those beat me up. Uh, And so uh, I always, I built a coping mechanism, which was I got good at getting people to like me because I needed to, to be liked, appreciated and accepted. But because I got good at being liked I got really bad at um, having any conflict or any challenge. I would subordinate to everyone and keep them all happy and, you know, a bit of the joker and a bit of the nice guy. Um, but inside, I was really in a lot of pain. Um, and then I didn't really go anywhere with my life. My dad's an entrepreneur. He was a right hustler, taught me lots of entrepreneurial skills, but then school, university lost my way, waste of time, waste of money for me. And I'm 25, 26 nearly, and I'm earning 200 quid a week and spending 300 quid a week going out, buying clothes, no idea, 50 grand in personal debt. And then on December the 15th, 2005, I was working in my dad's pub because I'm 26 and I can't stand on my own two feet, can't even get a job outside of my dad's pub, too scared to do anything different getting more into debt, letting my family down, being a bit lazy, just wanting to go out. And then my dad had a massive nervous breakdown, massive. In- out- I managed to pull him outside the front of the pub. All the customers were watching. He was squealing and like saliva and, you know, like he was foaming and he was like, looked like he was possessed and he was so rigid and strong. And the police got called out because they thought he was a threat, and they beat him up, and they put him in a a reinforced police van, and they sectioned him. And he was in and out of hospital for years. They diagnosed him with manic depression. Med, he was he was either so medicated, you know, like the people that are just like that, or walking around carrying their own drip in Ward Five. They're just, you know, it's all of his. He was so drugged up, you didn't even know who he was, and he didn't even know who he was. But then when he wasn't, he was either really high and manic and he'd go and shoplift and he'd just walk around everywhere with no clothes on and he'd just always try and he'd just get in a lot of trouble. And then when he'd go into these deep depressions and um, we've still got him, but it's been really freaking hard. And those two things um, sort of, they didn't collide because one of them when I was when I was 7 to 11 years old, Matt, But I think that pain of seeing my dad go through all that picked all those scabs of when I was younger and weak and subordinated to people and couldn't handle any conflict and needed, you know, had to be liked by everyone. And I just thought I've got to change my life and I've got to do something different and I've got to take some risks and I've got to get uncomfortable and I've got to face my demons and I've got to go out and meet people and I've got to learn how to pitch myself and I've got to sell myself and, and I went on this massive um mission of personal development through two thousand and six. I got myself out of debt. I earned almost pretty much uh, six figures in the first year, dropped loads of money on personal development courses, public speaking courses, et cetera. Um, two thousand and six Mark and I bought twenty properties. two thousand and seven, we bought another thirty, so we had fifty by end of 07. Fast forward to now, we have 990 that we own or we manage in our companies. Um, we, I've written, my 18th book, Opportunity, is out now. You can see the link on the screen, robsbook.club. Became a millionaire by 30, well, just before I turned 31, a millionaire, and then I kind of stopped counting after that, really. I just sort of track it once a year now on my net worth statement. I have a foundation that's raised seven figures in total for Young and underprivileged people that that, um, want to start meaningful businesses that change the world. My podcast, The Disruptive Entrepreneur, is in 200 and something countries. And we have 600 odd episodes. I interviewed Floyd Mayweather a couple of weeks ago. Matt Fidesz, my biggest guest ever now. (laughs) Boom. Matt, you've been a guest on my show. Um, In fact, I think we've done two together. So thanks for, um, you know, doing the, the other way around. Yeah, we've done a lot. So... Yeah, things are different now. One Business of the Year 2016, International Man of the Year 2021 from the Global Women's Summit. And it's all because I'm just trying. Face of Peterborough, So we can't miss that one out, Rob. (laughs) Yeah, Face of Peterborough 1999, check me out. Um, Really, this is all because, Matt, I don't want to be a failure anymore. I don't want to let my dad down anymore. I don't want to be weak and you know, people thinking that, um, oh, yeah, Rob, you can do whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. He's just a pushover. I don't want to be any of that anymore. I want to matter and make a difference and inspire people and help people. And, you know, I want to live a meaningful life and do interesting and meaningful things and have a global impact. I was in the top 100 highest followed people on Clubhouse. I've been in there quite busy the last few, um, three months. So, i i got a lot of making up for lost time matt we're similar age we're on a similar journey of you know wanting to do meaningful things on the planet and
1: that's where i'm at now and well, i gotta take the opportunity since we're talking about the book of opportunity did you buy that jacket you're wearing from my old buddy michael jackson from the bad era <laughs> I people i know people can ask me no
0: this is This is Alexander McQueen. Okay. But Michael would have loved this. I'd have given this, even though this was like, what, four grand? I'd have given it to Michael because he'd have loved it and he'd have pulled it off better than me. I love Alexander McQueen. Everybody should watch the documentary McQueen. Watch it tonight, Matt. You will be stunned when you finished it. It will make you want to level up all over again. And um, the, the guy was a tortured but Creative genius, and I love his fashion. I just anything that comes out McQueen, I just buy it. They opened the store for me in lockdown, they opened oh. it just for me. That's
1: when you know you're spending too much money on clothes. Mohammed Al Fad used to do that for Michael Jackson shut down Harrods and then encourage him to spend several millions in an hour in the middle of the night. You know, he wasn't silly at all. So, Rob, keep, yeah, I'm keep taking- nowhere near that level, let's be fair. <laughs> You're on your way there. Key key takeaways from the book. Then, what are the key takeaways people going to get when they pu- purchase the book? And it's available in audio, so I know you love doing the audio books. You always tell me how you love recording there, uh, yeah. spending your time doing the uh, the recordings there. So, so <laughs> you hate doing the audio side, but it's very popular now to do it. Yeah, walk in, isn't it? You could just plug it in, and off you go. So, what are the key takeaways people to get from the chapters of the book? And Is there a difference between the audio version and the published written version? Yeah, there's about 20% more content on the
0: Audible because I ad-libbed and added a few chapters while I was doing it. Uh, And it's about there are limitless opportunities present in every moment of time and space. Um, sat there in the unified field waiting for you to manifest them, attract them, spot them, seize them, grab them. So if you're not creating enough opportunities, then this will help you see them. Then once you see them, you need to seize them. How do you make an opportunity into a business, into money, into a partnership, into a new venture, whatever it is? Then you need to delegate opportunities that are good, but you don't have time to do or partner up with people. Then you need to know what opportunities to say no to. So they're the four fundamentals. And then there's the practical tactics on how to do that. And then the second half of the book is about seizing the day. How do you win the day? How do you create the ideal routine? What are your habits and tactics to help you win more days than you lose? Because if you win more days than you lose, you'll win at life. So That'd be a, a basic summary of the book, which is at robsbook.club. I just want to stress to everyone, because I know I'm going to get loads of questions about this. I always do. The 22 pre-launch bonuses disappear when the book goes live. So go to robsbook.club now. Also, um, it, it might say sold out. It might say delivery time is delayed. That's only because we've sold way more than the publishers expected but you can get the audio version because that will be live tomorrow and you can instantly listen. Fantastic.
1: I just want to, I don't endorse many people guys, you know that, but Rob's the real deal. Go and get the book. It's the time that we all need a bit of a wake up call after such a interesting 12 months to say the least. And we got a little bit of work to get through this yet. Like, like Rob pointed out, that it's going to be a bit of virtual a bit of face to face. We might have to pivot at times and adapt which we've all been very good at, and one thing too, I, I believe you're a martial artist too, right? Well, I, I was. I mean, I, I, I do
0: pull a few moves in the house or on my son every now and again. Still, I've still I've got a really good spinning back kick still, and a really good low tie kick to the thigh. Those two. I, I, I'm a pretty humble guy, but those two, if I time it right, I could take most people out. Um my elbows are good, um, but everything else is stiff, Matt. Um, I think in my head, I think I can put the really high kicks up there, and then the legs don't quite go there. Uh, but yeah, I got um I got a brown belt in kickboxing. Uh I did Chi Na, Chi Gung for a few years. I had um a few semi-contacts um fights, which I really enjoyed. Yeah, um I've got a bag hung up in my outdoor gym. I'd love to train again. I can't decide if I want to do kickboxing because I just love the kicks and the elbows, or if I want to do sort of qi-na, qi-gung, because I think, you know, things like that and Wing Chun are more sustainable as you get much older. Um,
1: yeah. You, you do find that, yeah. especially the uh, – you're tall like me so you've got long legs. And so the kicks are great. We love doing the kicks, but as you get a bit older, you, you tend to find people go into like the Tai Chi type styles or the Wing Chun or grappling yeah. even as well. They do that, you know, so. I hate, I hate ground
0: fighting. I don't want to roll around in other people's sweat. I just used to keep them away with the front kick. They couldn't get past the front, although modern martial artists now they you know, their takedowns are brilliant, aren't they? But um oh no no ground fighting i'm not rolling
1: around with sweaty men no i'm not yeah they, they've been hit the hardest obviously because there's no contact so we're allowed to teach within social distancing so juditsu and uh aikido judo especially they it's been hit hard but it's all about mindset and uh, go bruce lee so yeah, that's right exactly so yeah it's been a pleasure having you having <laughs> here rob and, um I think uh, the book's brilliant. The timing is right. It was the year yesterday from the lockdown in the UK. So the Australian audience here, they'll still be able to get hold of the book somehow for you publishers or the audible version, I take it? You'll you'll be able to get the book and the
0: audio. It's just the pre-launch bonuses disappear when the book goes live on Amazon for delivery. Um, I have got a few special things lined up post-launch. But I'm taking them down just because, one, we've sold so many that many of the bonuses are either gone or nearly gone. But, two, they're pre-launch bonuses because my publisher wanted me to, to focus on pre-launch sales. So that's why you've got to be quick, robsbook.club. And, Matt, I also want to have a big shout-out to you. It's been a pleasure to become a good friend of yours. It's not that often you meet people where there's so much um, commonalities and the same way of thinking. We even found out through getting to know each other, A lot of these potentially big TV shows, you and I were pretty much doing them or, you know, the ones you've been on, i.e. were either going on or I turned down or the ones that we thought were going to be big that weren't, both you and I were were shooting for that. So it's funny how it happens. And anyone who doesn't follow Matt, make sure you follow Matt. He's got a great story. He's got a lot of knowledge. Um, So anyone on my channels, Matt Fidesz, let me put his name in here. Um, M-A-T-T-F-I-D-D-E-S. You can find him on all the social channels. He's very active. Um, he's launching his own podcast, which I'm really excited about because he's got a lot of knowledge and the world needs to hear that. Um, so keep your eye out for more of Matt. Hey, Rob, what's your view on franchising? I never actually asked you that before. Well, you've smashed it. So <laughs> yeah. um, my, my, my view on franchising is um, it's smart, Because if you want a business to run without you, you need automation, you need manuals, you need SOPs. And probably the best way to create that is to create a franchise because a franchise has to be so manualized and it has to have really good SOPs. It has to have someone who doesn't necessarily know the business, but it can teach them to run the business. So it's actually one of the best ways to take everything that's out of your head that you run a business in and put it into a manual. Because let's be honest, let's say you're running a normal business and, um, oh, you know what, you should create manuals and systems for your business. No one wants to do that. That's t- that's boring. That takes ages. That's painful. But if you've got an outcome of creating a franchise and you know you could have a thousand franchises like you've got all over the world, that's a good incentive to create an optimizable, automated and scalable business. And franchising forces you to write it in a way that, uh, you know, someone who hasn't got massive experience in it can still do it. And, of course, as the franchise or you, um, once you've created the model once, which is probably a lot of the work, I know there's ongoing work, but that's a lot of the work, then you can sell 10, 100, 1,000 or 10,000 franchises. So it's, it's one of the most scale. One, it's like you spend a few years creating the cookie cutter and then just cut, 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 cut. cut. And I know you look after your franchisees, and I know you train them a lot, and you're on the zooms a lot with them. But they're making you millions of pounds while making them millions of pounds. Can't
1: argue with that. That's a win-win. I think everyone needs a mentor in life. Do you agree, Rob? As well, someone who's been there, mm-hmm. done the hard knocks, made the mistakes for them. I think that's what they see in me. I right? my mission now, Rob, is to uh, is to teach everybody to, to bulletproof the more Shane Richie. I get that every now and then. You know, it's like a run Shane Richie. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. That's cool by me for successful TV star, That's Cool. Um, is that <laughs> you're throwing me off the question now? What I was going to talk about with the franchise, the franchise, <laughs> yeah, mentorship. Everyone needs someone out there. We've all had people who we studied, and you study the greats and you look and you try and cut the mistakes out, don't you? That's the whole key of having a mentor, a coach, or a consultant. And um, who's been your mentors in your life, then, Rob? I'd say the person I've learned the most from is Dr. John Demartini.
0: Chris Howard in the early days taught me a lot about personal development. James Kahn, um, he mentored me from Dragon's Den. Andreas Panagiotou gave Mark and I a lot of property help and advice. Back in the day, he's a billionaire. Um, Warren Bourget, who unfortunately is no longer with us, but he taught Mark and I a lot about property. My business partner to a certain degree, has been a mentor, Mark Homer. So there's five right there off the bat. But I'll learn anything from anyone, Matt. Um, I think we can all teach each other stuff. Um, so, you know, I just always trying to learn, love learning. The more you learn, the more you
1: earn. And I think that the thing of opportunity, too. I always teach my franchise my clients, is sometimes you're too close to the opportunities to see them. And there's that saying that the diamond's in your backyard. I'm sure you've heard that one. So when my franchise said, I haven't got any more team members or people who can be instructors or um, there's not enough properties out there for me to expand and scale, I can go in and I can identify them straight away because I'm not close to them. So everyone's got diamonds in their backyard. They're surrounded by an abundance of opportunity, but they won't see it. They need something to glimmer in their brain for them to recognize that. And by reading a book like yours, that may well happen to them. I mean, if you just come away with just one idea for one event, one seminar, one book, one podcast it's worth that time and investment. That's all it is. You either investing money or time or a bit of both, Rob. That's how it works with, with education. And we are in the information age now where we can do stuff like this. Plus, we're global. I mean, you talk about franchising. you go global around the world. You take your information around the world, can't you? It's, it's just changed, especially things like Clubhouse where we're getting to know so many American friends now who we never thought would be imaginable having them on these platforms and doing podcasts with and so on. It's just that the... the um, there's been a lot of great come out of the pandemic no disrespect for the people who passed away it's been an absolute tragic situation but there's been a lot of lessons learned of how vulnerable vulnerable we are and what i was getting back to is my my big thing for my franchise network my clients now is teaching them all financial education i don't teach that at school teach them how to you know, have a pension in place a mutual fund stocks and shares buy to like property the benefits of the company and the business you've got all those things in place property prices go up or go down who cares you're buying for cash flow if stocks and shares go up and down it doesn't matter you got all these things in place to bulletproof your finances because i do believe rob i really do believe that we will see future pandemics happen again because we know the media love them and there's been billions and billions made off the back of this pandemic and i don't it might be global warming it might be whatever there'll be scarce scare tactics among us where this may happen so i want people to understand that they got studied People like me and you, what we do, what we teach, and this is what we've been doing for years, and more so ever now, we want to impact people's lives and teach, teach them the knowledge that we have for our inner circle to go out there to so they can bulletproof their finances. So that's my mission. Uh, going forward in my career now and i'm really passionate about that and helping young entrepreneurs i, I spoke with your young entrepreneurs summit loved it, it was a fantastic experience thanks for having me on there found out of my zone i had a billionaire before me and then grant cardone straight after me so it's a bit <laughs> it's a bit interesting but awesome to help people go out there but anyone guys go check out rob put rob moore in google and um Follow what he does. Follow his Instagram. He's a wonderful guy down to earth. DM him. And anything we can have you with, you know where we are, just DM us on Instagram or on Facebook and we're here to serve. And most importantly, don't miss the opportunity to get onto Rob's, uh, Rob's book.club. Get this book opportunity and um, claim some of those free bonuses. Out. I think he's pulling away at midnight tonight, aren't you? Be quick. Yeah, depending
0: on your time zone. But yeah, you haven't got much time. Yeah. Rob's book.club.
1: Pleasure to have you on, my friend. And I'll catch you Cheers. Yeah. Likewise, Matt. Thank you, buddy. See you, you. In Clubhouse or on WhatsApp. Definitely. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>